I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wyler from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Bregnell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiperstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK. And you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome on to this edition of Run with Coach Perry. My name is Brad Brown. It's great to have you with us once again. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up on today's show, we're joined by Lindsay Perry. It is Post Comrades, uh, and we've been celebrating a lot of successes here in the Coach Perry online community. And I'm going to share another success story at the back end of uh, this podcast as well. But I know there's a large percentage of uh, the Comrades field that don't get to achieve their goals every year. And I thought it was important to chat to someone who uh, didn't have the best of runs, things didn't go according to plan, uh, and sort of look back and see why so that we can put a plan together uh, going forward to make sure that he does get his medal next year. And we are joined uh, by a member of the Coach Perry online community on today's podcast to chat a little bit about uh, his... uh, failed attempt at Comrades in 2019, and it's a great pleasure to welcome Michael Ducamo onto today's podcast. Welcome on to this edition of Run with Coach Perry. My name is Brad. We've got our coach, Lindsay Perry, with us once again. Lindsay, how's it? Nice to nice to touch base on the, on the podcast once again. Yeah, always good and especially cool to chat to uh, runners and, and help them along. And, and in this case, Hopefully get uh, Michael across the finish line at uh, Comrades 2020 next year. Absolutely, and uh, I think that's a great segue into our guest today. He's a member of our online community, Michael Ducamo. Michael, welcome onto the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Brad. Good to be here. Michael, you, you're based in Pretoria. Tell us a little bit about uh, life, life in Pretoria outside of running. What do you do? T- tell us a little bit about, about what you get up to. Uh, computer geek here. So <laughs> uh, sitting on my tush all day um, and that's how it was most of my life and then I started picking up with running and that's uh, that's where I've been the last few years running uh, slowly but surely increasing the pace and the, the, the mileage. How did you get into running? What what was the, the catalyst? Uh, it was a friend actually. A friend asked uh, or challenged me rather and I said anyone could do it and unfortunately that's also where my first mistake was i literally just went from couch to 10k and uh, yeah i've got my first injury that way <laughs> lessons lessons we learn how long have you been running when was that uh that was oh i really i'm not good with time things but uh probably about six years ago so okay. so and have you been other than that odd injury have you been pretty consistent over those six years six years or has it been stop stop uh, I ran initially for about a year, um, and fortunately, I ran through the injury. Uh, you know, once again, lesson learned. And then I just took some time off to uh, to fix the injury, and then I got back, and I've been consistent ever since. All right, cool, Lindsay. Let me bring you in here. We we send out a, a sort of questionnaire just to get some running background and history of of, of for these calls. You, your initial thoughts on on what Michael sent through to you? Yeah, so I mean, very. Very uh, decent level of running that you've you've achieved, Michael. So, um, yeah, if 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 the comrades finishes and medals were dished out at the start, you you would have got one. Um, so, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm interested then to, to just to hear a little bit about your race day experience. Um, you know, you, you said in your questionnaire that you followed the the finishers program pretty well, um, except for a bit of the last week. I think I remember in the forum something about um, uh, illness, or I, I can't remember that that detail too clearly. But um, yeah, I mean, I I do remember in the forum not also not being concerned that you, you wouldn't finish. So I'm interested to hear a little bit about exactly what the, the detail of was um, when you fell sick or, or, or slight niggle. I can't remember the exact right, reason. Exactly yeah. yeah. So uh, leading up, it was because I did the two oceans um, ultramarathon, I think. Yeah. And I think I just did a bit too much. Uh, too quickly there or something and what I picked up was about two weeks from comrades where we're already tapering um, I started getting a bit of a niggle on my lower calf muscle I believe you call it the soleus calf muscle okay. and that was on both legs and I remember the one day I was supposed to do three hours of running and I only ended up doing a 10k because of that uh, that niggle and from there I started tapering much more than what the plan said. I, I literally rested entirely the last week. Yeah. And yeah. when you lined up on, on race day, were you, did, were you at least able to start the run fairly pain-free? Pain-free, 100%. Uh, after a few Ks, um, instead of it being on both legs, I did feel it a bit on the right leg, but not nothing to worry about. Um, okay. It didn't bother me too much yeah so it wasn't because of that okay so then okay so out on the road then because i mean i can i I've, i went and had a look on the on the comrades app um so out on the road and you were pretty good until halfway um but then that section to camper down you you really struggled and then i assume from there you just couldn't i mean you, you didn't make it to to umlas road or, or got cut off at Umlas Road. So was it just like a general slowing down? Um, you know, how, how, what were you experiencing on, on the road that left you falling off? I felt I didn't have the strength. Um, even on the flats, uh, I, I was trying to run because I know I have to run on the flats and um, I just couldn't really push myself to do it. I was running, but it's something at eight minutes, eight to nine minutes a K, and that was me pushing to, to you know, okay. get that pace. Okay. Um, I don't know if maybe it was because of nutrition as well. I did post some updates today and uh, over the weekend. Um, it's something I didn't, didn't religiously do as I've done in other races is my nutrition. I did change that slightly. Um, okay. but I still feel I was getting enough. Yeah, so but looking through your, your stats and you followed the finishes program, which that in itself should not have, have um, handicapped you. In fact, it, it should because you, although you, you've now been running for five years, it should have actually been a good thing because you were being a little bit more conservative than you perhaps needed to be, which should also have in theory, prevented the, the the injuries that you did experience. So, yeah, I mean, your your one question you had for us was, is your goal realistic to run a sub eleven comrades? And look, it absolutely is. I mean, you you your 
your your shorter distances, your your five and your ten and your twenty one, all of those points to a sub four thirty. Now there is a sliding trend from your five to your ten to your twenty one. Um, and just as so people listening can get a picture of what I'm saying is that your twenty your five k um, PB predicts that you should be able to, which is 25 minutes and, and 40 odd seconds, says that you should be able to run 10Ks in 53 minutes and you run it in 56. And it predicts that you should be able to run your your 21K in 150 something high, but you run you ran it at 206. And your, your marathon you should be capable of is about 411, but you ran it at 444. So, you, yeah, there's absolutely um, this trend that kind of slides away as you go longer. But even taking that into account, and even that you have been running at the shorter distances for, for um, a little bit of time, I, I certainly believe that you're capable of a sub-25, um, 5K. And if, if we get you on the right balance between uh, running your runs easy enough and doing enough volume – then you should be able to translate that sub-25 into pretty close to a four-hour. Um, you know, And a, a four-hour marathon points to 10-and-a-half-hour comrades. So your goal is a realistic one. As you've experienced this year, though, unfortunately, you know, you, you don't, we don't get the medal before we start. Um, and I would definitely follow the, the, the 11, although, I mean, that, that will come later. What I would do if I was in, in your shoes now is make sure obviously that I am fully recovered from, from comrades. Um, and you know, even though you only got cut to, you, you basically made it to Umlos road. So you, you essentially ran like 60, 66 of the 86 K. So there is still going to be some, some damage there, particularly as you've described, you've had to push yourself really hard just to get yourself from the 50k mark to that 66k mark so you do need to recover from that and then i would set my sights on getting faster over the short stuff but bearing in mind that my weakness or your weakness is not actually the short stuff it's the longest stuff so therefore although i believe you can go under 25 minutes for 5k's i wouldn't make that my my goal i'd work on half marathon time and there's enough time in this year for you to essentially have two cracks at a half marathon and to really get your half marathon time down to like a low 150 somewhere in, in, in that region and then early next year to get your marathon time close to four, even sub four, if, if it's doable. And that then gives you absolute freedom to focus between the middle of February all the way up to race day on only focusing on comrades. So you'd build up from the middle of February into March, um, which the comrades program would do. So essentially, in a nutshell, if, if I was advising you what to do, it would be to work on 21K for two events this year, then to climb onto a marathon program up to your qualifier. And I'd say I'd aim for, I'd probably aim for Johnson Crane at the end of January. And then take a little breather, let your body recover from that, and then jump onto the the sub eleven or 
maybe we maybe we do get sub 10 a sub four hour marathon in which case i'd then say we go into the sub 10 program but either the sub 10 or the sub 11 program and we we target a between 10 30 and, and, and 11 hour finish and, and obviously that can that can adjust as the program is as successful as we would like it to be or, or not quite um but that's kind of where I'd, where I'd, I'd go towards and then in terms of that kind of feeling of not having any strength i would definitely look at at putting in one of our um beginner strength and conditioning programs now but probably intermediate going uh, forward and then you know start working on nutrition again and then on race day look on race day you probably do need slightly less than you normally take but you obviously need it for a much long period of time and because of that fact i generally try to feel exactly the same as i would in shorter races knowing that after four four and a half hours i'm probably going to struggle to get in the nutrition that i need so i i you're essentially building yourself up a little bit of a buffer so that over the next four hours you can be quite sporadic. And then, of course, when your body starts to demand, hey, I want some more, there's normally, it, you normally, it's easier to then pick it up with some slightly different things. So, yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of talking on this one, but. Um, <laughs> No, it's funny, it's funny you, um, you mentioned the, the PBs because if I, I only sent you the recent PBs. If I go as far back as two years, I have actually managed a sub-25 okay. uh, for 5K and a 53 for a 10K. Okay. So it does actually quite line up with that. You know, you, you say, you're selling yourself short here, Michael. We, we've had guys that have sent us PBs from high school like 30 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> <laughs> No, then, then, no, then, then absolutely. Then what we've got to do is get that 21k time in line with with your ability, um, and we've got time for that. Look, you could do a, a, a one half and then a marathon this year, um, but my my gut feeling is that in terms of keeping your mind fresh and your body fresh for for next year, I would really try and get that 21k down in line with or better than it's predicted at the moment with your, your five and tens and, um, and then crack a, a marathon next year, recover, focus on comrades. 100%. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Michael, if I can just throw my two cents worth in there as well. And, and I feel for you, mate, cause I, I had exactly the same experience in my first comrades, Mr. Cutoff with, with about 20 to go. And it's, you you almost just living and breathing that for the next year because you want to go back and you want redemption. And, and Lindsay makes such an important point is, is sort of keeping your mind fresh because if, if your focus from now until comrades next year is just going back and running comrades, by the time you hit the peak training in sort of uh, April and, and, uh, and or March and April, you're going to be so sick of comrades. You're going to be so tired. You want it just to be over. So, yeah, I mean, if I can sort of just echo what Lindsay says, I focus on getting slightly faster on the shorter distances now and worry about comrades next year. It'll take care of itself if you can hit those goals this, this, this year. I'll do that, definitely. Cool. Any any other questions? Uh, I mean, what's anything? I mean, how how's the body feeling post comrades? Are you are you still sore? Are you um, feeling good? 
it's okay, but it does feel a bit fatigued. Um, find myself sleeping more and <laughs> uh, just just waking up generally a bit more tired than I know I should be. Uh, but otherwise, no pain, no niggles, nothing. I'm all right. Yeah, it's all good. Cool. And look, I'll definitely give it at least one more week. Um, and then you can think about slowly getting back into it. And, and three weeks before you download the the 21k program um and look there's some nice there are some good um options to raise coming up particularly in pretoria uh, and of course there are some tens like the the um what's it the spirits of flight on the swat corps um military base so there's a couple of tens that you can do as part of that 21k build up um to a, a race but there's there's some good flat-ish nothing's flat in Gauteng but there's some flat-ish <laughs> options that have come up in the second half of the year all right yeah great cool. um so you think i should then uh take a 10k training plan from from the site and work from there in, in about a week's time or so so i'd work on a 21k program but just mm-hmm. knowing that there are there are some 10ks that you can okay. chuck into uh, you know say halfway through the program just to, to kind of that's gauge to, 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 to gauge how, how you're going yeah okay perfect 100 cool. cool michael any, any other questions while we while we've got you or are you are you happy days um no not really uh, you know nothing i haven't had answered before in, in one of your webcasts <laughs> so i'm good i'm good with that <laughs> Cool. Well, Michael, I'm looking forward to following your progress to, to Comrades 2020 and beyond. Uh, I know the next year is going to be hard because you're always going to have that thing hanging above you and uh, you need to go and finish that off. But yeah, I've got no doubt that if you stay injury free and, and train consistently over the next 12 months, you will definitely uh, come home with a Comrades medal next year. So yeah, we look forward to, to following your progress. Any questions, pop them in the forum. Uh, and just while we got you on, your, your experience of the, 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 the Coach Perry Training Club and, and, and being on, the, on that platform and being in the forums. Ah, it is great. I do like uh, the community and especially the forum. Um, it's been a great help to just be able to post a question, especially when you're doing the training plan. You know, I remember Lindsay answered my one question uh, regarding the, the ultra marathon, the two oceans ultra marathon that I did beforehand, and tweaking the training plan on the fly and all that was was great help. Awesome stuff, well, Michael. We love having you in there. Best of luck, and uh, yeah, if you need any help, you know where to come. Great. Thanks a lot, Brad. Thanks, Lindsay. And that's it for this edition of Run. Thank you very much to Michael. Thanks to the coach as well. Uh, Don't forget, too, if you do get uh, value out of this podcast, I know we made a big change uh, with the way that we sort of host and present this podcast probably about a year ago. And I wasn't 100% sure if uh, we were doing the right thing. But I can tell you, after being at the Comrades Expo uh, just a couple of weeks ago and at the Two Oceans Expo uh, earlier on this year as well, the feedback has been amazing. So, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. If you do get value out of this podcast and you'd like to help us out, uh, we'd love it if you headed over to the podcast player that you listen to this podcast in, whether it be Apple Podcasts or if you listen in Stitcher or on Spotify, uh, and just leave us a review uh, and let us know what you think about the show. What that does is it just uh, helps us get in front of more runners just like you, and it would be massively, massively appreciated. I mentioned at the top of today's show that we're going to be sharing another success story out of uh, our online community. If you want to find out more about about what we do in the online training club all you need to do is head over to coachparry.com forward slash join you can get all the details there 
And uh, today's uh, post in the Success Forum uh, comes from Graco Lopez, uh, and the subject was greetings from Brazil, sub-10 hour finally. He said, hi, Lindsay, Brad, and Marcus, and the rest of the Coach Parry team. What a great pleasure to meet you guys in person at the Expo. Uh, As promised, I am here to let you know that I finally reached my personal target of a sub-10, crossing the finish line in 9 hours and 59 minutes. Graco, that is amazing. Uh, He says, thanks to your training program, I've uh, reached the 9th of June with no injuries uh, or pain, which gives me good confidence uh, for the uh, run. Now, another important thing was the run-walk strategy on the hills where I ran strong and became a real fan of even Polly Shorts. Now, one week after the achievement, I feel my body's recovered already, which is proof of uh, a well-conditioned body and mental preparations where your program was fundamental. Thanks again for making this achievement possible. Shoshaloza from Brazil, Graco Lopez. Graco, you are a legend, my man. And let me tell you, Graco is not the smallest of runners. He's a unit. Uh, he would be a forward in rugby terms. Uh, and to go under 10 hours is an amazing achievement on the up run. Graco, well done. Uh, we look forward to seeing how you go uh, on the down run next year. Graco is a massive fan of comrades and he'll be back year after year after year. If you'd like to join that online community uh, and share in the successes as well, there are a whole bunch more. I'm not going to be able to share them all on the podcast, but uh, yeah, the feedback after Comrades was amazing. All you need to do is head over to coachparry.com forward slash join. And just a heads up, if you're into cycling, or triathlon, uh, we've got some good news. We've got uh, two sister podcasts that uh, have been sort of put on the back burner for a while, but we are firing them up again because we've got quite a few cyclists and triathletes uh, in our training club as well, and we want to showcase them and help them uh, on the podcast too. So if you're into cycling, uh, all you need to do is search for Ride with Coach Parry, and if you're into triathlon, just search for Try with Coach Parry in whatever podcast player you're listening to. Uh, Subscribe, and don't miss a single episode of those as well. Until next time, from myself, Brad, the coach and the rest of the team here at Coach Perry. It's cheers.